Hi people, it's Sunny here. Hey hey, this is Zilla. And this is Kev. And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sunny, Zilla and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in today to DLT with Sony, Zula and Kev. And we're super excited to have you here today. And today we're going to start off a series on the Ten Commandments, which is a very exciting journey for us, for you and I, for Sony and Kev as well. And even as we were discussing, we found out who doesn't know the Ten Commandments, <coughs> Kev, and sorry, I've coughed, but <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so before we even get into it, maybe just uh, we're going to be studying from the book of Exodus, chapter 20, and maybe just to give a few, you know, highlights of what happened before we came to this. The Israelites are from Egypt. It's Egypt, guys, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're from Egypt, and God has set them free, bringing them out of Egypt, and they're going into the promised new land. And so we have here in chapter 20, maybe just read it from it so that it sets the scripture in this. Exodus 20 from verse 1 to 2, and God spoke all these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So just a few intro, a quick intro into that. First of all, it's good to note that this uh, chapter begins by saying that God spoke all these words. So even as we're going through these uh, Ten Commandments, we should be aware that it came from God, not from Moses, not from anyone. It came from the God Almighty. And therefore, we are listening and are following this in adherence to him. And secondly, God in verse 2 is talking about how he brought the Israelites out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Uh, God would have used any other thing and said, oh, I am the God who created the whole universe and therefore you should listen to me. But instead he's referring to the current situation whereby they're from Egypt and he brought them out of slavery. And we find it very relevant to us and these commandments even very relevant to us because when we are saved and we are brought into salvation, we are released. Uh, from bondage and we owe it to God and as we've been saying in the previous uh, episode it's not man who saved us it is Christ and it is God who brought us out of where we were from and with that uh, who is going to shout out the first commandment to us I don't know if Kev went back and did his homework and found out of course me I don't like how I'm being told that I don't know these commandments and they are 10 I know all these commandments, Buana. Which one is the so, first one? <laughs> the first one <laughs> is <laughs> buying time for myself. Uh-huh. You must not worship any other gods except me. Mm. Sony, is that correct? Yes. Yes. I don't know which version <laughs> he was reading from. But NIV saying, <laughs> you shall have no other gods before me. So, yeah, yeah it's and correct. So, what does that mean? What, what does that commandment even mean to you? What's your understanding of this first commandment that we just read? Maybe we can start with uh, Sony since you're closer. <laughs> the- 
Yeah, I just knew you were going to be quick fast. If you picked, you answer. <laughs> anyway, I think um, for for me, it's not it's not complicated, but I think this this Bible verse uh, or or this commandment rather, it 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 tells us or it um, establishes that there's only one true God. And he reigns and is above and supreme um, compared to any other thing that can be considered a god. And maybe maybe we'd want to go into what um, into defining what a god is, but a god, let's say with a with a small g, is something that you something that you worship, something that you allow to guide you, something that you allow um, to dictate how you do your things or um, your perspective or how you live your life or um, how you relate with people. I think a, a God is something that just has authority and has a way of influencing um, how you decide to do your things. So when this Bible verse says that you shall have no other God uh, but me, you shall have no other God before me, it's, I, in, in, my, in my understanding, it says that um, there are many other things that could have authority, but I am the one who is above every other thing. I am the one who is supreme. And so I think that was what God was trying to establish to the Israelites, that I am the one who should be reigning over everything in your life. Kev, yeah. okay. Kev, okay. will you fit the shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, to add on to what has been said, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, I I think she covered wow. it. She covered it very well. Um, she the the commandment basically says that worship God. That's oh, it. Wow. That's wow. it. Just finished like that. Yeah. Wow. Oh. And there was not yeah. even coming close to my mic. I'm like, hey, what's my wrong mic. with my headphones? You know, <laughs> have I lost network? This thing for recording remotely. <laughs> yeah, but now now that you Sonny, that's I need to be honest, I don't think we should even add more to that. You've covered it well. What will you say? And then I think like it's it you know during those days the Israelites there was a lot of cases of idolatry you know even when we look to Genesis even like you remember that scary question of who did Abraham's parents worship a moon worshiper sun worshippers I don't know if we, <laughs> I don't know if we did the same exams but now you see. In this day and age, someone will be like, well, I'm not an idolater, and I'm not worshipping other gods, I'm not a polytheist, and I'm not an atheist. So this commandment doesn't really have anything to say to me. And I think Sonia has covered it quite well by saying anything that has authority over your life. So even if those things don't apply, here we are, and we are talking about this. And I don't know now, Kev, what do you think what would you say this commandment says about God? Like, wh- what do you feel when God is saying this word? What kind of characteristics are coming out of who God is and why he's saying this to us? God is supreme because he doesn't, he doesn't want people to put any, 
anything or anyone above him, any God above him. Um, and it's all for good reasons, of course. Uh, God is... Let me just... In, in, in all the context, I think God is just saying to us that he loves us. Because... Um, I mean, he, he offers good things to us. He created us and he knows our being. He can satisfy our every need. So him putting a commandment unto us is not a limitation, rather um, a, a favor, a grace that he's teaching us the right way to do things. Okay, that makes sense. And I'm sure we'll, we'll get deep into that as well. So I'm just going to go back yeah. to what Sonia said about the one true God. And I don't know many of mm-hmm. us, okay, personally, maybe I can start with my own experience. How have you ever found yourself questioning this thing about this one true God? Like, I'll give you an example. I used to be people who, you know, those uh, people who argue about religion all the time. So when I was, my younger self used to be one of those who would engage and say, you know this, you know this, you know this. Then one time someone told me, you know, you, you can't tell me anything because you've not tried all the religion, then come to <laughs> a conclusion that this is the one true God, then I just sat down there. So should I start a journey and go religion by religion by religion? And I, I, I it's not really denouncing my faith, but I went to God with such a blank slate without, you know, any Christian belief. So I, as in, I just went, I don't know if it makes sense, but I went to God as a person and asked him, God, what is the way? And am I doing the right thing? Have you guys ever questioned your commitment to the one true God? And how did you go about it? Maybe maybe I'll go first. Um, I don't think I've been at a place where I, I question the existence of, of God as a supreme being. I think for me, it, it's something that I accepted as a child and... I never went through a place of questioning um, whether 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 there is a God, whether He exists, and whether He's supreme. I think what I have questioned is the need the need for Christianity or the need for yeah the need for Christianity because you live in a place you're exposed to um, people or situations or stories of people who are going through life without without God or and they're managing well, like they are still, they are still breathing. They have wealth. So for me, it was like, okay, so why, why are we, why are we doing this? Why, why, why should I have a relationship with, with God if I can live this life without him? And it, 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 it's, it's really difficult to say that I have fully um, established the reason for that. But I think where I'm at, um, I take I, I take courage and and I find I find joy in my relationship with God. And so for me it's like okay, if I'm going to live my life, then I'm going to live my life as a Christian having a relationship with the with with God because I am a better person with with him in with him in my life than without him. So I think that has been my my experience when it comes to questioning um this um um this supreme being wow. and okay. i think that's how i've gone yeah. about it maybe 
I think Kev, do you have an experience on that note? Um, not really. Um, uh, a tangible experience, but there is a quote from one of the songs that um Andy Minio sings about when what he says is doubt is not really something to be feared, but something to propel us in our walk in Christianity. Such yeah. that Amen. Um, you you go in your journey thinking about am I really doing the right thing? And God is ever faithful as he is, shows you constantly time and time again that you are, you are, you are. And that's him proving what he told you about in this first commandment, that he is someone who you or a being that you should worship because he he caters for you. Wow, that's just so profound. He just actually ministered to me right now. And uh, could could we could I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm. I, I felt that point really, really strongly. And I just wanted to share some some sentiments that a friend mm. of mine told me um, a few years ago. Is that when you find yourself in a space of, of of doubt, where you're questioning where you're questioning the existence of God and all those things, it's actually an opportunity for God to minister to you and reveal to you the truth. And so I, I I agree with Kev that it's it's okay for us to embrace that that doubt because it's an opportunity for God to minister to us in that space that we are in that, at that moment. That's so profound. And I mean, like for me, that situation I was just telling you about when I was at a crossroads. To be honest, that was the last turning not really last turning point but you know that turning point in your christian life where now you it's not really christianity has its ups and downs but you know that turning point where like for real now you're like convicted i don't know if i'm making sense because when i approached god from that point of doubt and went and told him okay now i want to know the truth that was the first time i experienced like epiphanies like you know in an adult in an adult kind of age and you know the way Kev is saying God constantly now started showing and proving himself to me at a personal level so wow, that's really deep and it spoke to me even during this podcast and just to highlight on that you know like going back to verse 2 where God was saying I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt out of the land of slavery I believe that the first commandment requires us to know and acknowledge God to be the one and only true God, our God, and to worship and glorify him accordingly. When we look at those stories in, I don't know, in Exodus, when you recall, whenever God was trying to free the Israelites, etc., etc., he'd be like, let my people go so that they may worship me. Let my people go. That So we have been called to worship the one true God. And I don't know what you guys think about that from the perspective of, you know, how does this, you, both of you have talked about Christianity when talking about this commandment of God. How does Christ tie all this in together for us as Christians? How does Christ came to come to play in this commandment of you shall serve no other gods before me? Ooh, that's a nice question. Um, I think the 
when when you look at the 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 mission of Christ it was to bring back that relationship it was to repair that relationship between man and god so that you can have a free a free line of communication between you and him so that grace can cover us all and there are very many um what can i call them advantages that come with uh what Christ did on the cross and um also also what he spoke about how he was living his life when when challenged about the authority of what he was speaking god christ said that i i'm doing only the work of my father and the father that he was talking about was god what he was basically saying is i take no instruction apart from what god is telling me so that is him putting god above every other thing in my opinion nice uh-huh. what about you soni um i see i see christ coming into the picture where where in dying when he died on the cross for us he he reconciled us to god remember when these commandments were being given they they were only applicable to the children of the covenant who were the israelites and so those the gentiles were not they were not part of this covenant so this these things did not really really apply to them but for us jesus died for us and in doing so we are able to enter this covenant where we can where we can um abide by the instructions that god is giving us so i think when i think about christ and i think about the 10 commandments um i think christ gave us an invitation to to be part of 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 the covenant that allows us to actually um be guided okay. by the 10 commandments that's, that's really through grace and maybe just as we wrap up as our parting shots maybe we can just all say like what does this teaches like for us as christians now that we have learned about this commandment what does it mean for us and how should it impact our lives uh worship god only um that's what i'd say to anyone who asks me about this commandment that you put aside everything that is not allowing you to worship god so put aside distractions make sure you put enough time in so that you read your word you pray you fellowship with others because trust me fellowship is a very important part um yes and just if if you read if uh, i i saw a quote this this week that really, um really made me happy that uh, it said stop looking for signs when you expect when somebody is waiting for god to to do something so they were told stop looking for signs and go read your word because that's how god speaks through his word so uh, just build your faith around expecting god to be who he says he is and continue worshiping him nice <laughs> on my side on my side um one i think it's it introduces or it introduces a larger wider meaning of what worship is um 
because previously worship would be like or or rather the understanding that we have a very general understanding we have of worship is is praying um reading the word singing but for me it's introduced a new aspect of worship which is basically allowing something to govern you um and so when when i think about that it's it means that there are many other things that can be gods in my life and i i i worship them just by allowing them to have authority mm-hmm. in my life so when when this commandment says worship no other god but me it, it it's like a, a wake up call and it's like yeah there there are many ways of worshiping there are many there are many types of gods but it's up to you to choose um which god you're going to worship and god is saying uh, i am the supreme one so worship me instead so for me those those are the things it brings out i don't know if it makes sense it makes perfect sense in my mind when <laughs> i'm so saying tempted. it i don't know if the yeah. it actually makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah wow that, that's Thank nice you. and maybe oh, and that's my part so that's what happens in the exams right sometimes it makes sense and then when it's marked you're like yo this is what i meant <laughs> <laughs> but anyway <laughs> so yeah like uh, for me also this, well, yeah. I, this is just a blessing because they have been ministered to during this podcast and one thing that has also come to mind is when in mark 12 29 where jesus was asked what is the most important commandment and he answered here oh israel lord our god the lord is one love your god your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength. And I think it also ties in with what Sonia said. I think sometimes you have the philosophy that we are only, you know how we are told to give God your heart. But this commandment has brought me to the realization that God wants more than our heart. He wants all of us. He wants to like be to us to surrender all of it. And even the way Paul in Romans was also talking about present yourself as living sacrifices to God. That is what I think calls that different side of worship and acknowledging that God is the one true God. And maybe just to keep you thinking and pondering even after this podcast, I was reading something and it was saying, uh, fear, love, and trust. If you can write just those three things and identify what you fear, what you love, how you trust, people have found psychologists and many other people that these three emotions, you know, uh, changes how we act and how we think. And if we can, in a healthy way, find to put all that like holy fear and holy love and holy trust in God, for sure, God, by His grace, we will be able to uphold this commandment. And yeah, I think that is all we have for today. And thank you so much for tuning in. This has been DLT with Sonizi and Kev. Uh, looking forward to hearing your feedback and stay blessed and God bless you. Bye.